Hello, friends. Glad you're here neuroqueering with me today. I'm your host, Pasha Marlowe, marriage and family therapist turned neuroqueer coach. And I love creating neurodiverse and queer friendly spaces for conversations about expansive learning, living, and loving. So let's skip the long intros and the bios and the sales pitches and all the small talk and go splunking into the world of neuroqueering, where fluid and vulnerable conversations will hopefully leave you, your truest self, feeling seen, heard, and known. Neuroqueering is about unmasking, revealing, and healing ourselves and our society. And I am a mama bear at heart, so get ready for some much-needed TLC, too. Okay, friends, let's dig in. Hello, everybody. I'm Pasha Marlowe, and this is the Neuroqueering Podcast. And I'm here today with a guest. KJ Kelsch is a neurology-focused mobility restoration specialist and strength coach based at J Body Works in San Francisco. They're passionate about helping queer, trans, non-binary, and neurodiverse people of all stripes embody their superpowers through therapeutic, empowered movement. How can I not want KJ on this podcast to establish why neuroqueering is so important. I can't wait to neuroqueer with you today. KJ, hello. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Pasha. We've, um, we've determined we're both theater geeks uh, in, in our past. <laughs> yes. And uh, this uh, colors the way that we talk to each other. Um, and, sure. and anyway, thank you so much for having me on uh, Neuroqueering. This is such a delight. I am so excited. Um, mm -hmm. And this is like exactly what I do <laughs> like yes. in, the, in the world. So I'm excited yeah. to actually talk about it. When I heard about your specialty, I, I got all lit up because uh, I think it's so needed. And I think it's, uh, I, I don't hear about it a lot. Uh, so, well, tell us, tell us how you came to your work real briefly. And then also um, how you feel neurodivergence manifests in the body. Just in like a minute. Could you wrap all that up? Let me go. Yeah, let me let me just try. Uh, can you set a timer for me, please? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, my uh, journey to this work really began with myself. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I started getting serious about my health and like what works best for me, um, uh, probably about a decade ago. And then um, I became a personal trainer, uh, cut my teeth in the fitness industry, uh, and then I found the specialty of applied neurology um, and through Z Health. Um, and then I, uh, I got a job at uh, J Body Works, this uh, studio in San Francisco that I work for uh, with. Uh, and, you know, I have, uh, and so I've been getting into this like brain focused way of looking at movement. So it's not like, it's not about, really, um, you know, the, the pushups and pull-ups and the like, go hard, go home. Right. It's about, mm -hmm. okay, can you, can, are you in pain? Can we get you out of pain? Uh, can we, uh, can we prevent that pain from coming back? And that's mm -hmm. all based in your brain. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that is so easily applied to, you know, across 
the neurodiverse spectrum. Um, and so what it allows me to do, I realized was to help more people because with a brain focused approach, you can really drill into the individual nervous system of mm -hmm. a person because my job as a coach or, um, you know, whatever, uh, is to calm down that nervous system. And so you have to look at all of the factors in play, right? So it really reinforces this approach really reinforces the fact that humans are a system of systems. And so what might manifest as a biomechanical problem might actually be something emotional or psychological or rooted in trauma, or, mm -hmm. uh, there are a whole bunch of different ways that you can look at it. Uh, and attack mm -hmm. it and, uh, and, and then work with the person to solve it. Um, so yeah, I've been practicing, uh, there for, uh, just over a year now. Uh, and I, I love it. Um, I feel like I've been able to really, um, make a difference in mm -hmm. the, 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 the quality of life in the, people that I work with and I work with mm -hmm. so many different kinds of people. Um, mm -hmm. and they're all brilliant in their own way. Um, yeah. and you know, it, it just kind of reinforces that like, once you start to change the map, you can change so much <laughs> actually, like we're in much more control than mm -hmm. we actually think we are. Mm. Um, and we have just learned how to fit ourselves into boxes and to settle for mm -hmm. discomfort and mm -hmm. pain and mm -hmm. all of these other things that we've been told we need to live with. Yes. Um, and so like, I, I, I use movement to get at that sort of deeper truth. Um, I appreciate that part of your work is to calm down the nervous system. That's so uh, radically different from the training I had in exercise uh, and personal training. And, and it's just, I love that you're bringing that in, uh, as well as it wasn't so long ago that I learned that neuro didn't mean brain, that neuro is nervous system. And so this idea of us being a, a brain, body, mind, nervous system, of course, embodiment is so important. So how do you see embodiment through the lens of neurodivergence or vice versa? Uh, well, I mean, I, I don't think you can separate. I mean, I think that the, the most insidious tenet of Western philosophy and medicine is that the mind and body are separate. Mm -hmm. uh, they are not. They communicate constantly, right? Mm -hmm. Like your brain gets information from your visual and vestibular and proprioceptive systems. Um, and it's trying to process it, <laughs> right? Um, and, uh, you know, with the higher processing speeds of neurodivergent brains, right? Essentially, it shows up in different ways, right? Okay. But for me, embodiment really means like being here now as you are and being able to navigate your environment um, in the way that you want to, the way that you choose and to do that authentically as yourself. Mm. Um, and I think that, um, you know, we have, we live in a world where many queer and neurodiverse people have been told that their way of being in the world and their way of moving through the world is wrong. Um, and I am here to tell them the opposite, <laughs> that it's, uh, that actually it's not wrong, uh, yes. that you should do move the way that your body craves to move because yes. that's the way that you are able 
to then interact with your environment in the way that you want. Yes. And so you start feeling safe with your body and at home in your body, and then you unmask and you, and you go out into the world with loud hands and stimming. And, uh, for, for me, a lot of wiggling and teeth grinding, uh, and, uh, nervous laughing. And so how do you help people through the, the stigma and the pathologizing of stimming? Well, um, stimming in particular, I mean, it, what it, what that is, is self, that's short for self, self-stimulation, right? Mm-hmm. You're trying to self-regulate and your body is doing the things that it knows, right? Because your body is smart. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think many of us have the experience of living up here, right? Mm-hmm. Living up kind of in our heads and then our bodies being a thing that we just kind of, um, uh, it's, it's secondary, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's about like really acknowledging the truth of your body that you deserve to be comfortable. And sometimes being comfortable means doing the things that make you comfortable, which means like, it might mean saying a phrase, echolalia, saying something that you heard just now or, uh, or humming or uh, rocking back and forth or pacing, you know, however it is that you, that, that in a certain situation or an environment is going to make you more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as it's not like actively hurting somebody else, which mm-hmm. normally it is not right. It just mm-hmm. is making a few people uncomfortable, maybe, um, mm-hmm. you know, that is okay. And, um, you will feel better ultimately mm-hmm. after you do it, uh, you know, and that the way that you, that you might've been told you were wrong, uh, because it, it's like not appropriate or not the right time or whatever. That's a, that's a box. That's a story. That's a, Right. Um, that's something that you can question. You deserve to, and you deserve to feel comfortable in your body mm. and in your surroundings. And that narrative starts from sort of very young uh, with kids in, in school to sit to sit still or to keep quiet, to pay, all, attention, all pay attention, to you know do the do something that you don't that you're forced to conform, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. that that conformity and the degree of masking has shaped the way that you now interact with your environment and Mm -hmm. that is traumatic and like some people like I my my whole masking thing was being able to dissociate right so Mm -hmm. like I still have trouble like understanding hunger cues you know I have to eat on a schedule because I can't tell when I'm hungry and sometimes my partner has to be like hey the world isn't ending. <laughs> Actually, you're, you're just hungry. <laughs> um, you're not going through an existential crisis, just like eat something, you'll be fine. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, and, uh, it, it, mani- it, so just in terms of practical, like ways, it can, ways neurodivergence can manifest in the body. Um, yes. you know, we're talking about things like joint hypermobility, which mm-hmm. is something is that's pretty common that people talk about something okay. that's less common, um, to hear about is muscular tensile strength. So overall, just kind of a looseness, hmm. right? Um, you can also, there's also a discrepancy between um, hyper and hypo mobility in the same body. So like you might have really loose shoulders that you can like dislocate on cue, but you might have really tight hips or 
you know, which is also common in neurotypical people, right? That's how the body compensates, but it's the degree to which that's uh, the, the, the difference um, yeah. is what is notable in neurodivergent people. Yes. And I, I'm thinking about that. I might be perceived as loose and fluid, but that I hold so much tension in my jaw, but that's something internal so that nobody sees it. So I'm trying to hide that, uh, but there is tension, so right. it's not visible tension. But yeah. you might also, because of that tension in your jaw, you might also have, um, you know, uh, neck tightness. Yes. You might also have, um, you know, going on down the chain, it might go all the way down to your ankles. It might be a back force transmission issue. You might have, you know, an issue with your gait because of the way that your neurology presents itself. Uh, you know, you can see a lot in the way somebody walks, for example. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. so, um, yeah, it all, and, and again, just to be clear, not every neurodivergent pe person has, all of these issues or any of these issues. Some uh, ne um, neurodiverse people are very athletic <laughs> and can move very well. Like thinking about Simone Biles, um, mm. who, mm -hmm. um, you know, the reason that she had to drop out of the Olympics was because she couldn't take her ADHD medication. And part and ADHD is associate can be associated as comorbid with vestibular issues. So she was getting the twisties because she couldn't take her ADHD medication. And why couldn't she take her ADHD medicine? Because it was illegal in Japan. I had no idea that aspect of the story. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, of course. If that's what her body was uh, used to and accustomed to. My goodness. Okay. And so this is an emotional process you bring people through. Uh, and so I'm sure there's so much... Uh, safety and trust and rapport that needs to be built before you could do this embodied work? How do you establish that, that space? I mean, it's different for everybody. You mm -hmm. know, I think it's really being able to listen to and believing them when they tell me they're in pain and what they've been through. Um, it's also being able to like deliver results um and mm -hmm. for them to see change because there there are two kinds of change right there's instant change and then change that happens over time and mm -hmm. um change the change can happen at the speed of the central nervous system mm -hmm. um and so and that that's that is a neutral fact right that could be positive or negative mm -hmm. and normally we associate that with trauma but it can be the opposite it can be also healing mm -hmm. um so, um, you know, being able, being, being able to like, look and see what's missing, put that in place and then for them to see the result, even if the effect is temporary, like only lasts a few hours, but then they can do the drill again. And then right. it's like, you know, and then the effects will come back. Right. And so after enough repetitions, yeah. what has started as novel becomes the default. Okay. And then for those listeners who want to start a practice of embodiment and start unmasking and, and hopefully they reach out to you, but is there something they could do on a daily basis, something tangible and easy to understand uh, a take home assignment? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think finding things in your day that bring you joy 
um, mm-hmm. what and and w- whatever that happens to be, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, but also um, making sure that you are getting enough rest. Yes. Because I tell you, because literally like most people come into my studio and I ask them how they've been sleeping recently. And many people will tell me not great, (laughs) you know, and without sleep, not like sleep is the reset button. Sleep is the regenerator sleep. And if you're not getting that, then you can't get, then nothing else is really possible. Right. Right. So Um, we start there, (laughs) start there. So that means that you have to start with rest. You have to start with accommodating yourself in that, like how much recovery do you actually need? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Because we, we often think about it as the opposite, right? Like how much work can I do before I burn out? Right. Right. So, but it's, the question is actually how much recovery do I need for the hard work that I'm doing? And for neurodivergent people, that is double time, right? Because you're masking, you're doing all of it. You're putting out all of this extra energy to engage in a way that is, um, you know, normal. (laughs) Yeah. And sleep does not come easy for neurodivergent people. There's a lot of ruminations and we're active in our minds and bodies. and Right. And so just finding, finding things that will relax you that will actually, and there, there are like six different types of rest, right? Um, New, another episode, (laughs) right? (laughs) I'm counting them all up. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, there's obviously like sleep, but there's social rest, uh, uh, sensory rest, um, uh, like rest from, uh, digital stuff like screen time rest, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. you know, and there are probably more, but I am forgetting them off the top. It's okay. It's okay. But yeah, <laughs> we get, we get the idea that it's not just lie down and relax your body. There's a lot right. that, that this whole sleep hygiene routine that I've yet to perfect does include, uh, you know, less screen time and maybe even connection with another person or some tech tactile comfort measures that I utilize at the end of every night with my very fuzzy blanket um, yes. and my huggy blanket or my weighted blanket. I got a lot of blankets, uh, but yeah, all those help me to get into the right space for sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it really is. I, I am a big fan of ritual and mm-hmm. I don't know, <laughs> maybe they're born with it. Maybe it's neurodivergence, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you know, sleep, sleep really is, um, you can, is a habit, right. And so you have putting the, giving yourself a reward or, um, you know, putting yourself in the mindset of getting rest, right. So that your body knows, oh, it's time and it's safe, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. to sleep. Right. And, you know, lots of, um, lots of neurodivergent folks have, you know, actual sleep disorders or like circadian rhythm disruptions, Mm -hmm. um, you know, Mm -hmm. where you have like a 26 hour day instead of a 24 hour day, you Mm -hmm. know, getting, and so doing things to make sure you get like sunlight the first hour of your day. Mm -hmm. Um, or if you, if, even if the clouds are out going outside for 20 minutes, right. Yes. Um, 
as soon as possible, make, right? as soon as possible. Like that will actually help your sleep. Yes. You I've, I've been trying that. It really has helped. I was listening to the Huberman podcast, I believe about putting eyes in the sun as soon as you can, even yes. if it's cloudy, even if it's cold. So I try to do my coffee out there, <laughs> multitasking, but still uh, it has helped. It has helped. I think. And I think if there's a ritual, like you were saying, or an intention, even if my intention in putting my eyes on the sun is to, you know, stimulate my brain and get and reset the day. And even if my intention in the fuzzy blanket is to create safe space to sleep, uh, that, that must be part of it too. Just being mindful about it. Yes. The intention matters. And the, um, because you are literally like writing the neural circuitry, um, for your body to be okay in this environment. Now I rest. Now this is the time that I do this. Right. And yes. also it creates routine. Um, and so it, 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 however you want to, you know, uh, define it, it mm-hmm. is helpful. Yeah. Yeah. So I've decided that uh, KJ should come back clearly every week or often. And there's so much to talk about. And you're so wise and fun and funny. And I appreciate you being here. And I have decided that I'm going to reach out to KJ for help for myself. But I bet there's people listening who also will be lining up to uh, to talk to you or follow you and all the things. So how could they do that best? Uh, you can find me um, on the internet uh, at <laughs> I'm mostly on Instagram professionally. Okay. Um, you can find me at uh, Keskase KJ, uh, which is hold on. I wrote this down in my notes so I can see it and spell it. Okay. Are you ready for this? It's at Q-U-E-S-T-C-E-Q-U-E-C-E-S-T-K-J. And that's, uh, that's, yeah, I know. That's I know. your Instagram so, handle? That's my Instagram handle. Okay. So first because... of all, anybody listening is not going to be able to remember that. I couldn't even write it fast enough. So I couldn't what... even spell it. <laughs> like so, and I'm noticing that this is a problem. You might bitly it or whatever you call it, like shorten that thing. But, um, but I'm going to put in the show notes so that people could just click on it. <laughs> okay. But you could also follow me on TikTok at them bodied, which is much easier to spell and say <laughs> them bodied. Thank you. On- I'm actually also on Instagram at them bodied, but I feel like there's only one picture on that okay. Instagram because I was, it was, it's a whole story. Um, okay. but, um, but it's them bodied link to case. <laughs> yes it is good okay so we'll, we'll find you we'll find you uh yes um and are there any specific uh i guess offerings or anything you want to share with the neuroqueer community while you have a platform to do so i mean how <laughs> there's so much what what's your number one call to action other than find um, you on social media oh uh, yeah. So, uh, follow me, uh, follow me. Uh, you could also email me. Um, that's a good way to get in touch. If you are interested in working one-on-one, you can email me at KJ, just my name at jbodyworks.com. Okay. Again, it will be in the notes. So we are going to follow and hopefully email and continue talking to KJ and I actually have a new group coaching uh, experience coming up starting on November 7th. I'm doing multi-passionate uh, entrepreneurs uh, and 
I, I love that space, but, you know, trying to keep ourselves in the flow, valuing rest and pleasure, uh, and then getting out of the whole hustle culture while still doing our very important service oriented social justice, inclusion, heart centered work. So yeah, we're going to, we're going to do that for seven weeks starting November 7th. So you can reach out to me on that. And uh, yeah, such a pleasure, KJ, seeing you. Well, thank you so much, Pasha. It was such, uh, such a delight. Um, Great. I'm, I am so excited to uh, come back and talk to you in more 15 minute increments. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure we went over, but I will absolutely 100% have you back. So uh, for those that are listening, uh, you can share, like, review all the things, but do uh, know that you can reach out at any time and say, hey, Pasha, you should neuroqueer about this. Uh, I would love the the feedback uh, and, of course, want to build community too. So so yay to all of you uh, neuroqueering out there with us, and uh, we look forward to talking soon. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Bye. Before you go, I have a favor to ask. Please subscribe to this podcast. That way you won't miss an episode and it'll help me bring it to folks who need it most. Fellow ADHD minds out there, I know you're going to forget. I would too. So let's push that button now and subscribe. Awesome. Thank you so much. Bonus points if you spread the word of the NeuroQueering podcast by sharing it or reviewing it. Thank you. Also, if you want to see more of me, please follow me on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube at NeuroQueerCoach. Sign up for coaching at PashaMarlow.com or to guest on my show or leave feedback, email at Pasha at NeuroQueering.com. Thanks all. Happy NeuroQueering. Enjoy your day. Before you go, I have a favor to ask. Please subscribe to this podcast. That way you won't miss an episode and it'll help me bring it to folks who need it most. Fellow ADHD minds out there, I know you're going to forget. I would too. So let's push that button now and subscribe. Awesome. Thank you so much. Bonus points if you spread the word of the NeuroQueering podcast by sharing it or reviewing it. Thank you. Also, if you want to see more of me, Please follow me on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube at NeuroQueerCoach. Sign up for coaching at PashaMarlow.com or to guest on my show or leave feedback, email at Pasha at NeuroQueering.com. Thanks all. Happy NeuroQueering. Enjoy your day.